Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cubs podcast. I'm your host, Sean Holland. We have a big show today. An actual member of the Chicago Cubs, Stephen Brault, is joining the show. You can find him on Twitter at Squid Brault. And yeah, this is a pretty big one. I have to thank my cousin Dave, who played college baseball with Steven, and is a friend of his, that helped set this up, because I do not have a lot of contacts in Major League Baseball, believe it or not. Anyway, we have a very fun conversation. I ask him about pretty much what it's like to be a Cub, and yeah, of course, you can find me on Twitter at STH85, and you can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app and give me a review if you'd like, but I won't waste any more of your time. Here is Steven. All right, Steven. Welcome to Holy Cow, the Cubs podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be here. I appreciate you having me on. All right, so um, we'll get to it. Um, First of all, I usually ask people what they think of how the Cubs are playing, but I guess you were on the Cubs, so yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I have I can give an opinion on that. You know, it's uh, it's been a tough year, obviously, not the results you want, um, but you know, we've had some really good stretches. We've had some bad stretches. Um, unfortunately, the bad stretches have outweighed the good ones this year. Um, but uh, I mean, we're playing pretty well right now. Just took two first two games from the Mets and uh, beat Degrom yesterday. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Um, you guys go into that game and you're thinking, you know, we got Degrom, you know, one of the best pitchers in the league. But you know, do you guys always think you're going to win? Right? Do you feel like? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's funny. It's like the back and forth. You know, it's like we all know it's Degrom. We know how good he is, obviously. But it kind of you know, it kind of makes people a little more excited. You know, you get to you get to face Degrom. You know, everybody everybody talks about how good he is. Let's see it in person, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, Ian Hop hit that absolute bomb of a homer to right, and then we played some small ball, which sometimes you got to do against those guys. You know, you got to get runs any way you can. We did a pretty good job of it yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like the bunts and stuff, and some of the fans are like, "You get bunt and stuff, but." You- Okay, it worked. Okay, I, I think that's kind of something that's um, you know gone by the wayside a little bit with with all all the analytics in baseball now. Um, the kind of like team effort to score a run instead of just uh, counting on somebody to walk and then somebody else to hit a homer, you know, it just doesn't happen as often. But I mean, when a team can do it well, like we did yesterday, it it definitely still works. That's right. So I I should ask you that. That's something that um, obviously people know anything about you. You were a very good hitter when you got chances to hit. I mean, they would pitch at you in Pittsburgh in big moments and stuff. But 
obviously the hours the DH and the hitting days for pitchers are over. And I thought I'd just ask you, it's like, that's got to be kind of painful because you were a pretty good hitter. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of was. It was like, you know, something taken from you that you enjoy doing. You know, it was like, it's not something that I would say was, you know, uh, bad for baseball. I think generally getting rid of the DH was actually, or making everybody have the DH was a very good idea. But yeah, for me specifically, I was pretty bummed because I, I like hitting, man. You know, I still like hitting. I miss it. Do you ever, uh, you know, you know, right now you're on the injured list, but do you ever uh, hassle David Ross and everyone like, you know, if you need a pitch hitter late in the game, I am available. You know, I, I would, except that I honestly haven't worked on hitting for a while, so I think I might be more of a negative than a positive at this point. Yeah. Batting practice anymore? No, no. It's funny, man. You you go from, uh, you know, playing in college and hitting and then play at first when we had um, in the minor leagues, uh, in the low minor leagues, you know, um, it was all DH. And then when you got up to double A, it started, if it was National League teams, there would be no DH. So I took like two years off of hitting anyway, and then um, got traded over to the Pirates and started hitting again. And honestly, it was just like so fun. You know, it was just like adding that aspect back into it. It feels more like baseball. Pitching sometimes can, you know, as a pitcher only can just feel different than the game of baseball you know it's just pitching so it's a little bit different yeah yeah exactly um so obviously you you just mentioned it you were on the pirates for five years was it in the majors and yeah so it was like um i made my debut in 2016 but i only got about a month up in the big leagues that year and 17 i got about two months and then after that i've been up since so i think it was parts of six years i believe okay so obviously um you played against the cubs at wrigley field and i just thought an interesting question for someone who played against the cubs and with the cubs how different are the experiences oh man it's it's just being on the positive side of such a cool fan base, you know, like um, when you're in Pittsburgh, you or like you like going to Chicago because, you know, it's going to be a fun atmosphere and, you know, it's going to be, a you know, a good time and a fun game and everything. Um, and getting to be in Chicago is cool. But then when you become a Cub, it's just. I mean, it's just everything magnified a hundred times. It's so much better. You know, having fans cheer for you instead of cheering for you to suck is really nice. <laughs> yes. um, and yeah, like I said, the atmosphere, I mean, there's nothing like it in baseball. You know, I've been all over by this point and, uh, and I've never experienced anything like the, the genuine fun atmosphere that is really field. So like getting to be on the, on the good guy side of it and getting to enjoy the go Cubs go song after we win is nice. Cause I used to hate that song. I was going to say, you guys probably, we're not a fan of that in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's more of a, it's a taunt, <laughs> you know, after you lose a game and you hear the whole crowd singing that song, cause it still gets stuck in your head and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. dang it. Stupid Cubs. But now it's like, yeah, we sing along to it, clap along to it. It's great. Well, obviously, speaking of um, singing, um, you are a singer. 
you put out an album of Broadway songs and um, I just thought it was an interesting question. Do you get more nervous when you sing or when you pitch? Oh, okay. So mm, that's a good question. I, it's hard to, so actually um, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but of course right now I have no voice. I lost it apparently yelling too much at Mets games the last two nights, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's fine. Um, but I, uh, you know, the, the first, my major league debut was in St. Louis in 2016. And that's probably the most nervous I've ever been in my life. Um, but then a close second is when I sang the national anthem before a game um, in, you know, in Pirates uniform uh, in the big leagues. Because it was just like, man, I really, really, really don't want to screw this up. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I would say it it started as as pitching. And now at this point, I would say it's probably gone more to the singing thing. And it's probably just because of the experience you know i've been pitching consistently for a while i've only been singing you know every now and then when i have time so it's like probably probably pitching but like not by much you know yeah 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 but oh man um i was gonna say my uh my third start in in the major leagues was 2016 uh against the cubs in wrigley field against jake arietta um and it was like late August and it was 2016. So, you know, the, you know, the Cubs were obviously doing really well and uh, talk about being nervous. I was terrified for that start. And in the first inning, I uh, got a ground ball right back to me and tried to throw it second for a double play and just threw it straight into center field. It was <laughs> so horrible. I was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty bad, but um, yeah. So that I guess was being in Wrigley field is, is a lot more fun on the, on the, as a Cubs player. Yeah, but that's, I was gonna say, um, when you do that, that that just must be like the worst feeling where when you throw the ball in the outfield like that, and it's like, oh man, what's gonna happen next? Oh yeah, I mean, it's like it, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as you know, um, yeah, now I'm panicking because I made this stupid error, and everybody in the stadium is cheering because I made a terrible play. Or, you know, I kind of try to take things in a, in a, you know, this is baseball that's kind of reminds me that I am me and I'll make mistakes and it's okay and, you know, we'll get through it kind of thing. So try to spin things positively in my mind, which is difficult because really I'm just trying not to be super angry. Yes. So I was going to ask, um, you know, I hear you hear a lot of good stuff about like Tommy Hadovoy, Tommy Hadovoy and the, you know, pitching infrastructure for the Cubs, but uh, you actually are a part of it. So you were, you got to experience it. So what, what's, what's it like? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how you say it's, it's good. I mean, he, he really cares. He works individually with different people on, you know, what he believes they have to work on to get better more consistent and everything. Um, he's a really smart guy. He's also, I mean, just a really good guy. Um, fun to talk to easy to accept coaching from him because he doesn't pretend like he knows everything he just he really shows you that he cares and he's supporting you and trying to get you to the best level that you can be and really that's what it comes down to as a coach you know can you get the guys to trust you and and want to work with you to get better and Tommy does a great great job of that yeah 
and obviously um, David Ross. He's you know you're not the best circumstances to be coaching right now. You know, guys could be better, but obviously, um, what's he like to be a manager? What's yeah, like to- Jay, uh, yeah. So Rossi, I mean, he's he's. I mean, honestly, I haven't spent that much, you know, as much time up here this year as I would have liked. Because when I was hurt with my tricep um, at the beginning of the year, I was I was down in Arizona, um, so I haven't been able to be around as much as I would like. But I know Rossi truly cares, and uh, and it seems like he does good work. It seems like he wants to be there for his players, and he stands up for us like a good manager does. Um, and he 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 cares just as much, if not more than anybody else in Cubs fandom about, you know, winning, about getting players to be their best. And, you know, it hasn't worked out, but that doesn't mean it's any, um, you know, fault of his. It's just kind of, it's been a tough year and it happens, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, So I I will ask about your, right now you're on the injured list, but do you do a bullpen session? So just how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel good. Um, Through yesterday, um, working on a bunch of stuff with Tommy, of course. Um, just trying to make sure that I can get to a point where um, I don't get injured again. Um, so just working on, you know, delivery stuff and um, trying to put my body in good positions. Uh, to the bullpen yesterday, it was like, it, it's interesting how that stuff works. You know, you, you work on a bunch of stuff. Um, and then when you get on the mound, what you have to do is kind of basically forget that you're working on all this stuff and and pitch, right? Just go out, yeah. do what feels natural with your body and hope that the work you've been doing will translate and help. Um, the, the first few pitches of that bullpen yesterday, I was, you know, kind of trying to do a little bit too much mm-hmm. in my head with the new delivery we've been working on. And once I kind of got back to uh, just, Hey, this is, this is pitching. Like once mm-hmm. you're on the mound, like you pitch, you don't think, um, it obviously cleared up a lot. So um, I feel good. I think we're in a good spot. I'm excited. Um, hopefully to get, you know, it's already September 14th, so there's not all that much time left in the season. But I would really hope um, to be able to get back and, and get a few healthy, good appearances before the end of the season to go into the offseason feeling good, you know? Yeah, you, you look good when you're when you're out there. So well, thank you. I mean, obviously, then I could tell something. Your last start, you your last outing, you kind of struggled a bit. So I wasn't like shocked that maybe you were not feeling great. So that made, kind of made sense. Yeah, it's just you know one of those one of those times. Just you know, it didn't feel right. It didn't necessarily outwardly hurt, but you know, it just didn't feel right. And um, but you still get you got to go out there and you got to grind through it. And you know, hopefully that's that's something that like I wouldn't, you know, I would never blame. Uh, like a bad performance on on an injury, but at the same time, it obviously doesn't help. So, um, yeah, it'll be nice to be healthy and pitching again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I'll ask you a couple of fun questions, and then um, first, like you were in the locker room for a little bit this year. Like you said, you had some uh, time in Arizona. But um, what are some who are the funny guys in the locker room? Well, Fran Reyes is unbelievably funny. He is he's a clown. He's the first person I think of when you ask that for sure. Um, but our bullpen is also full of great funny guys. Uh Brandon Hughes is awesome. Uh Sean Newcomb, Eric Ullman. I mean, like 
really all those guys are are great dudes and we have a we have a pretty good time like during the game talking about baseball talking about life you know um open life is weird because you're kind of separated from the team a little bit so you you have a little extra you know time and freedom to be able to to talk to each other which is which is kind of nice um but no I, I love our bullpen our bullpen coach chris young we call him cy he mm-hmm. is the man um love having him around our bullpen catcher garrett uh lloyd um i mean just really like it's a very mm-hmm. quality group of guys so I, i've really enjoyed being down there yeah. um but like in the clubhouse patrick wisdom he's, he's a pretty funny guy ian hop you know um all those guys together are a riot mm-hmm. so we we have a lot of fun well um chris young of course is like the tallest guy in the world so yeah he's got a giant head too huge head yeah (laughs) so um then um my editor at um cubs insider who i write for um evan he wanted to ask you about your tattoos which everyone who thinks you pitch know but he's um a tattoo guy himself he's gotten a lot so he wanted to know if you um have one artist that you go to or do you go to multiple people so i thought yeah. i'd ask that on his behalf so i actually have i have one tattoo uh on my hand that i got done in pittsburgh but other than that all of my tattoos have been done by a guy in san diego named isaac aguila and uh, i met him when i was like 22 um, and basically every off season I go back to him and add, add a little bit more, fill in some color or something like that. Um, but he's great. He's awesome. We have a good time. He doesn't talk very much. Just kind of like I put on Netflix and we'll sit there for a few hours while he stabs me with ink. Um, but, uh, but no, it's good. Yeah. It's all the same guy. And honestly, none of it really has any meaning. It's just, I like the designs. I've always wanted to have, you know, arm sleeves and I kind of, you know, let my, let my arms be, you know, a canvas, let him do the art that he likes to do. And we just kind of work together on, you know, what to add next kind of thing. So it's actually a really fun process. Yeah. Except the part where you're actually getting stabbed. That part is not fun. Yeah, I want to reiterate, yeah. getting tattooed is horrible. <laughs> yes. I was going to say. Um, yeah. So I don't want to keep you much longer. So I will. Well, you're um, good. Yeah. Um, but I will shout out my cousin who um, helped set this up, who you played with yeah. at um, Regis University, uh, Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yes. Dave uh, Dave just came out and visited me in Chicago with, with uh, another teammate of ours, Joey. And uh, we always have an unbelievably good time when those guys are out there. Dave is, um, how, how sh- I want to say this because I know he's going to listen to it. Let's see. Dave is really funny and I really like him. Yes. Is that, is that, that's as PC as I can get. Um, I really, he, he was the third baseman when I was in college and we always made, make fun of him because he did everything. It looked really bad. It was really Mm -hmm. ugly, but he always made the play and that's all that matters. So he was actually a really good third baseman. And I, you know, it was nice having him back there when I was pitching. Well, I think that's a pretty good compliment for him. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for uh, coming on, and yeah, this is really fun.
Oh, I'm glad. Thank you for having me on, Sean. I had a good time, man. Yep. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I will try to do one more season wrap-up podcast in a couple weeks. It was not a good season for the Cubs, obviously. So we haven't had as much to discuss. You can email the podcast at holycowpod at gmail.com and yeah just I will try to run out one more episode but thank you everyone for listening go Cubs <laughs>